on the tee, Jack Nicholas. This is the minute that millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bogeyman Golf Podcast, hosted by Michael and Johnny. The Solheim Cup has been retained in Europe now. It is going to be, what, three? This, this counts as a win. I'm going to say it counts as a win. So three Solheim Cups in a row, Europe have come out on top. Um, it's going to be only one more year until the next Solheim Cup. But before we start looking at going over to Virginia, Michael, let's talk about Europe. Think of Cortezan, Colada Siganda. What, what, a, what a week, what a few days. Like, I think we were billing up to it and we were saying we just hoped for drama and we got it in spades from yeah. from Friday to Sunday. The swings that were going back and forth and the different personalities that came out. Uh, I think it was a, a brilliant week and a brilliant a brilliant show on what the Solemn Cup is about and how tight it can be over the last couple of years. Uh, so, yeah, an absolutely brilliant couple of days. Yeah, I, I so I play golf uh, with down in in Alcana with just one of the couple of members there during the week and leading up to the Solheim Cup, and obviously the Ryder Cup, everyone was chatting about it. And I, I asked them, "So you're gonna watch? You gonna watch Solheim Cup?" And I don't think that like obviously we we talk about and cover a lot of women's golf. I don't really see us as like you know bastions, big, big yeah, yeah, bastions yeah. for women's golf. But I did ask like and then you know all older guys. I was like, "Are you gonna watch Solheim Cup?" And they're all like. Ugh no no not really like don't really don't really care i really hope that those guys did because it was properly entertaining i i would say that you know if the Ryder cup this week so uh, a complete whitewash the solheim cup will have been a more entertaining tournament and uh, exhibition because it's properly close i had all the drama right from from friday morning when like started going your the usa's way very very fast you very quickly, I think you and I were like, "Oh shit!" Like, how are we? Gonna, <laughs> how is Europe going to come back from this? It was a great tournament. Um, let's start off at the very, very beginning, right? So, foursomes Friday morning. Uh, USA go four and zero. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Like, no. I like I think I <laughs> I was literally think I text you the minute it was happening. I was like, "Well, there's my predictions on the yeah. last podcast." People were like, "Man, there's nothing." But then you can back to me and said, like, I think no one would have guessed that USA going for a zip. It's been, uh, 2009 was the last time that Europe lost the foursome sessions. So whether that's like a three and one or two and a half, one and a half, like 2009 was the last time. So everyone was banking on Europe winning that session and doing very well in that session. Like, it wasn't really that close no. for no either. Like, um, Lynn Grant and Maya Stark went out first. I think they were a good pairing. I don't think they should have gone out first. I think, like everyone else, I think Carlotta Sganda should have been the person to go out for a number of reasons. She's Spanish. It's in Spain. Like the noise, just, of the, like yeah. of course she should have gone out first. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, they did pretty poorly, and then Anna Norquist and Leon Maguire. Leon had tasted defeat in a Solheim Cup for the first time ever. Um. But I actually don't think that that was Leona's fault. Um. Uh, I think Anna Norquist was was weak all all week. She's poor. Um, she obviously won her singles match on Sunday, but she, for me, was was very very poor. I don't think she had much business being on that squad, to be honest with you. Um, so that 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 was a bad bad loss for them as well. But just the U.S. on on Friday morning looked really really dominant, especially when like the rest of people like 
uh, Lilia Vu and Rose Zhang for the afternoon, like two top class players. And you're like, Jesus, we just lost four 0 and they weren't even playing. That was a uh, that that was concerning. What what were your thoughts kind of after that morning session on Friday? I like I to me it kind of looked like that they were just shell shocked and they uh, they weren't expecting the USA to come out proper firing. Um, and it just the USA were just were more up for it and they were more clued in. And I think uh, I think even listening to them afterwards, I think they got back into the team room. They had a little bit of a okay, we're in we're in the shit here. Yeah, we, we need we need to get our, we need we need to get ourselves together. We big need time, to big time, you know. I think that was a shock for them. Um, I mean, it was a shock for me. I I I didn't think USA. I I thought especially in the foursomes. I thought we were, I was very confident that Europe were going to take that foursomes because we're just we're. Even in the Ryder Cup, we're good in the foursomes. Um, I think uh, Leona probably probably felt a little bit let down. I think she, I think she was actually playing. She played quite well. Um, but it's just like, w- would you have changed a lot of the pairings? Would you have? What would you have done? <sighs> I would. I would have put Carlotta Siganda in there somewhere for sure. Uh, I think not. Ha- not playing her was was pretty mad. Um, so I would have probably sought out her and, and Anna Norquist to be honest and then I would have put Leona and Siganda out first just I think like Leona then after that was an early pairing for, with all, for all the all the other games and Suzanne was like your job is to just put blue on the board and she did that three more times you know uh, I think if she had the right right pairing like she played with Anna Norquist twice over the week and lost both times which I don't think is an accident uh, <laughs> yeah, probably have, maybe we won't see that happen again. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I think I think Carlotta should have gone in for for uh, Anne Norquist, and then they should have gone out first. Um, because like Lingrands and Maya Stark, yeah, fair, like they're a great pairing, and they they did win one match together, and they ended up both winning um, four more matches, um, and then Maya won her singles match on Sunday. Oh, I yeah. I think putting rookies out first together was was a mistake i think they should have probably been the last group out because then they'll have watched a few tea t- like tea times go off they would have watched the first few matches they would have got a sense of like the the noise the, the noise and yeah. what to expect and also like how people played the hole i think that's also just a big one whereas if you're two rookies you're like foursomes you know it's it, it's a risky first for a shot yeah um, even though it's a drivable par four and only a few people went in the water and both maya and lynn hit the ball a mile I think just watching how people kind of, you know, just statistically went through it. I think the play for most of that hole, like the statistical return for getting a birdie, was laying up to about 120 yards and then pitching it on. Now, I don't think Lynn and Ormaya would have played that anyway, but I think putting them out first it, on the first day was just, that was a, a mistake. And then sitting Celine Boudier, because she played really, really well. She did. She was in the really, morning, and yeah, she seemed to be really on form. So obviously, she lost her match, but she ended up losing all three of the, the sessions that she played, which is just insane. I think um, sitting her for uh, for the afternoon was probably a bit of a mistake. But then again, they went three three and one in the afternoon and and clawed the the, the deficit back to that two down. So you know, I don't think you can change much from the afternoon sessions on the Friday. But uh, yeah, the the morning was the morning was tough. It's, it's definitely I think Suzanne. Pedersen's going to have to have a look at for next year and probably revisit with her vice captains how they attack those. Is she captaining again next year? Suzanne Pearson and Say Suzanne will both serve as captains again for next year. That's really good. I like that because obviously it's only one year to, to the next Ryder Cup, Sahan Cup. Um, I think that, that works very good. I like that. I like that one. Um, so then 
how did you feel kind of sleeping on a two down lead going into going into Saturday? I just it 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 was a, it was a weird one because I, I actually I would I definitely and I hold my hands up underestimated this USA team. Um, and I think the singles uh, on Sunday it, is kind of nearly a separate tournament to what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's it was interesting to see the the flip. But I, I definitely, yeah, I underestimated how 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 actually good Kapoos was uh, uh, and Kang and and stuff. I I I definitely kind of got caught up in in the in Europe are amazing and these these girls are, are sick and we're gonna smash them. Yeah. Um. So I I yeah I wasn't confident then. For their whole rest of the tournament, I was just thinking this is USA's, because because I, I just gone back into my <laughs> my, my aggressive prediction. Um, but I think what was one thing that really stood out for me was watching it was we saw a lot more of each player's personality. Yeah, and I think going back to USA when you were chatting to the lads and old Connor, they weren't really into it. I think there's a bigger uptake in the women's football team now, Irish women's football team, because people know more of the players. Because they've got their personalities out, they're hearing to them speak. So people are going, "Oh yeah, I know her, I know her, I know her." I think that's going to be that's the same thing with this um, Solemn Cup. I reckon you will have a huge more people watching next year because of Lexi Thompson in in, his, in her press conference. Roseanne now is a little bit more. Uh, Leona's again has shown that she's a killer. You know, there's there's that little bit more of their personalities coming out, and I think that was I I enjoyed that that part of it, and I got we got to see more of it. So I think if they're going to do anything to promote this, we're watching. They need to be interviewing the girls way more and getting their personalities out there. So you bring up the interview, and I think I don't think we can uh, talk about interviews without talking about Lexi Thompson on the it was Friday press conference when so she was playing against Leona McGuire in the four balls, and Leona chipped in on eighteen to essentially win the hole because. Uh, did, did you see the video that came from behind? Yeah, it's unbelievable. On someone's phone, and oh you could just watch God. it break. It was that was an insane video. And like Le- Leona is just like she's a psycho when it comes to to match play, which is like the best thing you could actually hope for. Right. Like her with sunglasses on and like a bit of blue on. Properly the Terminator, like yeah. she's a killer. Um, so then obviously Lexi Thompson had to chip in as well, and it, just, it looked like an awful lie anyway. But then just Cole Shanks chip. And it runs back down, nearly back to further back down the fairway. Yeah, and so then they had the press conference post round. Um, I, I didn't see this in real time. I saw the, like the clip afterwards. But so what, what, like, what, what happened? I think he, she, she just got asked. Um, you know, Lexi, can we, can we just talk about that shot on, you know, what, what happened? And she just goes, "It's a bad lie. I don't want to talk about it." Yeah, and like. Like she's gonna get like if Rory did it, if Shane did it, if Leona did it, it wasn't like she. she uh, listen, I'm a big fan of Lexi. I actually I really like her. Like I think you're probably one of your favorite golf clips is when she's playing and she hits that one and your man screams four. She's like it's not that. Jesus, bad. Like, it's not that bad. Also like, in a Solheim Cup. <laughs> but like yeah, like I we like we like I do. I'm a big fan of her. But she has to answer that question. She's gonna yeah. get asked about it. Tell you yeah, it was a terrible lie. You know, we didn't have to say the word shank, yeah. but she could have just laughed and said, just came out horrible, just had to, you know, whatever. I, she felt like it was a personal attack on her. Yeah. And it wasn't. No, no not matter, at all. No matter who took that shot, they were going to get asked about it. Yeah. In the same way, like, um, okay, we're kind of jumping all around the place, but like Ali Ewing's match against Caroline Headwall, her second shot goes into the bunker, greenside bunker, and she just basically airmails the green with her third shot. Like, 
if that wasn't the last day of the Sahan Cup, Ali Ewan would have been asked about that bunker shot every day of the week. 100%. And I think to, to be, just turn around and go, it was a bad lie, don't want to talk about it. You're like, ah, come on, like, you're a professional athlete, this is part of the game. And I saw Jessica Corda came in and like started defending her. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're a professional athlete. Like, the whole job is to hit the ball into the hole. If we can't ask you a question about Boy, hit, so hitting bad. the ball badly, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Like, that's the, that is the game, you yeah. know? And it, she, she, she could have answered it in a different way. She could have spun it in a way. She, she you know, she could have, she could have done it in a different way. It just, I, I was, it, I wasn't even, it didn't, I was just disappointed in her because I think she, she I think she's very good on the mic. You know, her, inter, her interviews are yeah. very good when she's normally talking about things. She's, she's very, very sincere, good. for sure. Yeah, and I just thought, come on, this is the, this is the biggest tournament we're playing this is where everything's under the microscope yeah put your big girl pants on and answer uh, the question like. answer the question and like yeah. you answer whatever way you want oh it was a horrible lie or, or you know but just yeah it, it didn't didn't kind of sit right in me and it would be the same if leona had, had answered or or georgia hall answered the same way i i'd still feel exactly the same yeah way. yeah 100 um, so then we got into saturday morning uh europe are, are two down going in going into the saturday morning sessions four balls foursomes again lilia vu and jennifer kubshaw are playing against emmy Pedersen, carlotta saganda lexi thompson and megan kang are going up again against anna norquist and leona mcguire nelly corda and alison corpus is going up against georgia hall and celine boudier and then the last one is danielle kang and andrea lee um did you much see much of the the saturday the saturday games this is when maya stark and Lynn grant did get there win and you see that they went out fourth in the group they'd obviously calmed down they were you know the nerves were gone at that point and as a as a pairing they got their deserved point but a much better performance for for me for for europe this time yeah it's it's, it's it's like they just settled the ship i think it was like i don't know if they underestimated so they were too you know too hyped up for 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 the first round i think saturday they all calmed down yeah they they, they were smart and they played smart golf they didn't really rush things in, um, and they just just fought their way back in, yeah. and that was the important thing. They just they couldn't win it, but they could have lost it, and I think that was important that they didn't do that. That they just steadied the ship, got themselves back in contention, gave themselves a chance, and just put the little bit of doubt that back into the Americans. Um, it was really important because it was it could have been game over uh, if they hadn't have done that. Morning sessions, the foursomes went 2-2. Two, two. So it was pretty much as you were. So uh, it went, the points then went to 5-7 to seven for after the, after the Saturday foursomes. And that, that kind of continued the trend until the four balls. And I think you could see that we were getting a bit more comfortable. Uh, and then we got into the four balls. Saturday was uh, Leon Maguire and Charlie Hall, which is a great duo. Really, really good duo against Nelly Corda and Ali Ewing. That was a good match. That was a great game. That was, that was that a really was a good, good game. Um, uh, Carolyn Headwall and Anna Norquist were up against Cheyenne Knight and Angel Yin. Um, that was that was a tough one to watch again. Like this was the first time that Caroline had played. Yeah, it's interesting that she hadn't. Like uh, you can see where they were coming from. Um, that was tough for her. And, and that was tough for her. I thought. Like I also think putting her with Caroline uh, Anna Norquist. I know obviously they went with. They went undefeated back in, in 2019 when they played together. But you had seen that Anna Norquist had played two and lost two at that point. I was yeah, like, if yeah. I'm Caroline, I'm like, okay, obviously it's my friend. But I'm like, put me with someone in form here. Like, yeah. And because Caroline, the whole conversation around her was that she was out of form and she her game wasn't in a good place. So why would you put her with another player 
that that also hasn't been playing well this week. That for me was a a game that they could have won. Obviously, against Cheyenne Knight and Angel, you know, Angel yeah. played played unbelievable. So yeah. like, you hard to fight that one. But if I was a, a player looking for confidence, I'd be like, put me with like Celine Boudier didn't play this session. So like, if I'm Caroline, I'll be like, put me with her. She's playing really played really well yesterday. Like, put me with her. Yeah, that, that actually that would have been a fair thing. I think that not having her out. I think was definitely a mistake. Yeah, um, I think because also like Anna Norquist is a vice captain, so playing her four times over the over the three days was that was a lot for someone that's also meant to be a vice captain and not playing great. I'd be like, here, like put just put someone else in just for reps, just keep your legs fresh. Yeah, yeah I think that that, that would have been a, probably a smart move, and just um, even from a confidence side for for Caroline, because I'm sure Caroline was also very aware that Anna's not playing great. Um, my form and going into this hasn't been great. I was there's We're a lot of debate of giving the point away here. There's obviously a lot of debate over my pick, you know. So it's like she had a bit of pressure on her. Yeah, you know she did. Doesn't do a lot of for her confidence, which I think's a <clears throat> which I think's a bit tough. Then uh, match number three was Madeline Sagstrom and Emily Christine Pedersen against uh, Rosang and Andrea Lee. This was actually a great game to watch for a load of reasons. Emily Pedersen getting the hole in one was so cool. Um, Madeline played very well. She made a couple of big putts, chipped in a couple of times. It was it was the, the Saturday four ball here for me where things like the big moments started to started to happen. So obviously um Gemma Dryberg she chipped in on sixteen, Leona chipped in uh on sixteen and obviously the day before that on eighteen against against Lexi. Emily Pedersen had the, the hole in one. All of the big moments that like, you know, go a team's way to win a, a your uh, Solheim Cup or a Ryder Cup we're all happening for the Europeans. Like you could very much see that. Like, okay, like they're getting good bounces here. Things are going well for them. This was a it was a big match. And then the last one was Carlotta Siganda and Lynn Grant who played against Daniel Kang and Lilia Vu. And like they just dominated their game. There was Carlotta Siganda, like as slow as she plays, she nearly hits the golf ball as far as Lynn Grant, which was jarring. I, I did not expect to see that one at all. Yeah, and she hits she can she hit and can hit darts as well. Like, yeah. uh, but I think what you were saying is like I I found the whole time throughout the whole competition, yeah, the momentum was swinging back and forth and back and forth, big time. And it's sometimes it's not so obvious on TV because you're not getting shown everything and you're missing little like even you're missing little things when people are holding pars just to save holes and stuff, so you don't get to see yeah. everything. But it was very obvious. It was like red is up, blue is up, red is up, blue is up. Um. And that that for the drama part that was that I thought that was really cool, um, because it was it was tight obviously the whole way because we were drawing the whole way through. Mm. But you, but as long as you were like you're going to smash win this, and then two hours later you're like oh my gosh, America now are going to like walk away at this. Yeah, my confidence in every match had had pretty much dissipated after the the Friday morning session when they went four 0 I was like okay, like any kind of predictions that I thought I had had gone out the window. But then so obviously um when it came to the Saturday four balls, this was this was massive. To win that session 3-1, having Siganda and Grant win 2-1 and one over Danielle Kang and Lydia Vu. Madeleine Sackstrom, Emily Pedersen, also winning 2-1 and one over Rose Zhang and, and Andrea Lee. And then uh, Charlie Hall and Leon McGuire winning 4-3 and three over Nellie Corda and Ali Ewing. Um, that, was, that was huge because then again, like I was saying, the only win that the US team got was Karen Howell and Alan Norquist, which look, we, we spoke about that enough now at this point. But that brings us to 8-8. Eight, eight. And I think anyone get like getting to eight eight after the Friday morning session, 
that's a massive win for Team Europe. That was, yeah, huge. was huge. That was huge. It, it, it gave them a chance. You know, it, it 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 changes your the whole night before the singles, and it just it just changed mindset because then you're like, okay, we can still win this. Yeah, for sure. I think if you're if you're a Team Europe, you're far happier Saturday night going to bed. We're doing your team debrief or whatever they do, than than the US team. You have Massively. to. You have to be. And so then, we're, then it comes to Sunday. Up to that point, has has anyone kind of jumped out to you as a as a big performer or as like someone that each either team can can rely on? I think obviously Leon Maguire is the big one from the European side. Massively, and I think her game against Rosang was. It was she was an absolute assassin. She was a killer. Yeah. Um. And I think that, you know, we we were kind of talking about uh, about Leona. And to be fair to her, it was she's played her when she's played her own ball in the Solomon Cup. She's played six, won five, and half one. That's across Saul Song, like the yeah. two Solomon Cups that she's played. That's a that's a pretty impressive uh, statistic. Like and good then, good return. And very, to be very fair, like she, she, so she looked at she was playing Rosang. Like I know the Americans are building up Rosang as a generational talent. Like we've heard this, and I think mm. she is like her amateur career has been incredible. Um, winning on winning on tour in her first season is brilliant. She has the most amazing swing. But Leona just didn't even look at her. She yeah. Just put her foot in her throat and ended it. And I think it's true. Rosang didn't have a great Solheim Cup. So Rosang went zero three and one. So she won zero match over matches, lost three of them, and drew one. So like that's, she, a, that's a bad return. It's about again. I wouldn't read too much into it. I don't think that's the the end of Rosang. I just think Jesus, no. like I I think you know I, I wouldn't be throwing the baby at the bathwater. But I think from Leona's point of view, you're playing against Rosang. There's a lot of chirping about how great she yeah. is, and then she was able to do that. So I think from Leona's perspective, like everyone was always talking about how how Rose was you know world number one amateur for a record number of weeks or whatever it was but like she she like leona held that record not the player before rose but like two before rose okay, so yeah, i yeah. think like leona was the number one amateur for like 300 and something weeks so you're saying it was personal that rose took <laughs> I, I i i would say that leona looked at it and goes like yeah she had a great amateur career but so did i you know and obviously everyone's talking about how great rose is when it comes to like match play and amateur competition but like you're forgetting that like this is what Leona was brought up on and so i say there was definitely an element of her being like i'll just show you a thing or two everyone's talking about you but let me just let me just show you a thing or two and i think what made it so impressive was like this wasn't necessarily a golf course that fit the european players the bermuda grass everyone spoke about it's a, it's a native american grass it's found in florida primarily so a lot of the like, girls in the u.s team would have really grown up on this it's also a long 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 golf course for someone like leona who doesn't hit a long way yeah and the elevation changes are are ridiculous for a lot of the tees to yeah greens. a lot of like shelves where little greens are up high yeah. and stuff and leona was just throwing absolute darts with her hybrids and and was and you're just like this is stupidly good like she'd have to it's stop so the ball hard, but it's so hard to do it like. was insane like especially when like in her match against nelly corda like nelly was hitting like wedges into them but it's almost like the classic tiger woods thing you know where like sometimes he would like hit like an iron off the tee so, so he be, would hit in first yeah, yeah, yeah it's like leona was almost employing that tactic just to necessity where she would just go all right hybrid to three feet what are you gonna do now and you're like this is just <laughs> insane but yeah, Leona was unbelievable for her to get that win. So she obviously got the first point on the board on the Sunday. That brings it to 9-8 in Europe's favour. Lynn Grant fought back. She went down three. She went down four early. Down four through four. 
and managed to just lose it on on eighteen, which I think if if she'd won that, I mean, we, you know, there were two blue points up there early. That would have that would have changed a lot. But we were up in well, like four of the first seven games. Yeah, uh, we're four in the, four in the first six, tied t- tied for one, and obviously Lynn Grantham lost hers as well. So the people, the players that went out first did their job you know like they their whole point was apart from charlie hall like anna norquist won her match yeah i was disappointed with charlie hall yeah i, I was spending a lot more from her for the week and the same yeah with georgia hall as well i think i thought i was expecting a lot more from them yeah um, i thought they were going to play that uh, play a bit better i don't know how serious the injury that charlie was managing was in yeah, terms was of that, that back that. or neck injury that she had um but to just basically lie over like turn over lie on her back for danielle kang was yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, I was like looking for a lot more drama from that match, yeah, and and that didn't really perform for me. You know, Danielle's obviously great, and she loves she loves the song hang up. She obviously had like a tumor in her back at the start of the year, got that dealt with surgically, and there was I'm sure that there was some point where she was like, maybe I'll never play golf again or competitive golf again, depending upon how serious you know the tumor is yeah. or was. Uh, so for her to come back and play Sahan Cup and to win her match was very impressive. Uh, Georgia Hall for me was was very very disappointing. Like two up with four to play, and then halves her match. That was a uh, that, that was, was killer. that was not good. That was not good. And like her putting was just not good at all. That 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 week. Um, that for me was was very very poor. Jimmy Dryberg as well was another one. Um, she should have had that that match sewn up on kind of sixteen seventeen. Um, that was that was tough. I think fair play to Cheyenne Knight, you did very well to to get that back. But like, yeah, Gemma having that match as well when she was two up with three to play, like that was that was bad. Like Georgia in her match in particular, three putting seventeen from from five feet was was bad. Yeah, to yeah, lose really, that hole, yeah, like that's, was, that was really that's bad. not good. Um. Danielle goes Celine, Celine Boudier the next match. This shock, I actually. This was a shock. A shock. I, I definitely because I when even when when the singles came out, we had a little bit of a chat, and I was like, oh yeah, Boudier's got Boudier's got this one. Like I think, I I was very surprised she she uh, she didn't win that. Yeah, especially considering like, I okay, I obviously don't know that the Evian was a good while ago in terms of when she when she won, but she had a good Friday morning. And I thought that she was going to be a player that would do very well. She played three sessions and lost three sessions. Celine Boudier, like that's. That's poor. She from a major, from major winner in the year, you, that like, you, that's very the surprising. only major winner of the year on the European side as well. You kind of you almost look for like, her to perform. She's a good golfer. Like, yeah. when, like she when she won, she won the Avian. She was very good. Like she was insane, insanely good. Um, so she obviously she went up early in that match as well. Then Angel Yin just came back. Angel for me is a as a problem. She's going to be a problem for a long, long time. She just keeps making putts. Like she just. She just doesn't give up. I'm not trying to find who she would be from like a male perspective. Like on the on the men's team, she just she just refuses to get to give up on a hole, um, which must be wearing. Like if, you know, it's if, exhausting. You're, if you're just constantly making pars and birdies, and then the person you're playing against just matches you, yeah. you're just like this person just needs to go away. Like yeah. just yeah. just piss off. <laughs> then it came for me to the most exciting match of the day, which was such a nice kind of turnaround story and that's Caroline Headwall. Like what she what she managed to achieve to w- was massive. Because I remember what texting you during this. Yeah. And I was saying that if Hall and Dryberg and Saganda can hold on to their matches at the time. So Georgia was up at one up at that time. Gemma was one up and 
Carlotta was just holding up to a one-up lead against Nelly. Nelly was making a bit of a charge. Caroline's Caroline Hedwell's match was just so so important for us to even retain the the cup because I think at that point the projected score was fifteen and a half, thirteen and a half to the US. Sure. And you're like, right, these need to get turned around pretty quickly, and and she's the one that can do it because she seemed to make him a bit of a charge so she's three down with six to play she and but like, like goes rea- on like the mother of all charges like the reality is she's 121st ranked player in the world yeah she gets her pick as just quite obviously the last pick yeah a lot of question marks thrown out about it she had a great pairing Ali Ewing did not play well this week she didn't have a good like she won one and lost three so in terms of players to go up against good you know yeah, but like there's so much, so much. Like the last time, her best Solheim Cup moment was 2013. Yeah, before this, she didn't play in 2021. She didn't get picked. Um, and yeah, you're right. It's in, uh, like the, but like that, 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 that's where we, that's where we are. Where like so, I'm, I'm not, like that's. It's not like it was. It was. A, so she's like a, obviously a really good golfer. She's got a lot of experience. You know, she's played in these before, but at the moment, that's where she is. That mm. was her rankings. And then she ends up being three down with six to play. Yes, it goes, goes three down, six to play, and then it's on, what, 13? She she makes, like, easily a 25, 30-foot putt for birdie. Uh, and then like she gives, like, a massive roar, massive fist pump. And that's when you go, all right, this means a lot a lot to her. This and, means, yeah, this means there's, everything. There's something in here. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, so she goes, birdie, birdie par on 15 birdie 16 birdie 17 to go one up on the 18th so she's turned it around from three down she's now one up going on down 18 i remember the sky sports commentators christina kim who played on Ryder cup solheim cup for uh for U- team usa she was saying she like ali ewing does not want this to go down 18 because it's obviously a home rider cup everyone's gone nuts a lot of the games are already finished so there's loads of the teammates there everyone willing her on and momentum has very clearly shifted yep. to, to Caroline Headwall. And it's a long, long 18th, long par five. And Caroline hits the ball further than Ali Ewing. So she's like, she needs to finish this hole here on 17. And then when uh, when uh, Caroline makes another long putt on 17 to make birdie and win the hole, she's like, you could just hear Christina go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was... A machine, so good, so good to watch. And even her approach on eighteen was um, it was incredible. Yeah, you could you'd, you'd almost expect like the moment because because she hadn't played and because she hasn't played for so long and she obviously lost her first match. You could nearly expect the moment to get the better of her because Ali the Ewing's played a good few games at this point, but she hits an unbelievable drive just right down the middle, and then the three wood that she hits in was was so good. So, so I like, like I was watching it on Sky and and I text you she hits. The three wood, and you can't really see where it goes, but she starts walking after it. Yeah. And I text you, going, Man, she's going to hold this. Like, she loves this. She was marching yeah. after it. I was like, She loves it. Especially when she stepped off of it the first time. I was like, Oh, when she stepped off, I was like, Oh, no. That's when, that's when I got worried. That's why I was like, Okay, this moment might be a little too big here. I was like, She did the right thing? Yeah. No, Jesus, did she? <laughs> so she hits it, she pitches it to the front side of the green, maybe like two foot like just off the green and between the green and the bunker and gets a beautiful bounce. It bounces right and then just rolls for about 20 foot, gives her like a 20, 25 footer for Eagle. And you're just like, that's just, that has to be the game. Unless Ali Ewan hits something unbelievable for her second shot, um, 
which she didn't. She puts it into the, it the left so, green side bunker. It was so clutch. Like you're like you're three down six to play, and you. She obviously knew scoreboards like we're knocking around. She was like, "I'm just gonna do. It. I'm just gonna do it." It must be so vindicating. Like so, Ali Ewing just to just to put a bow on this one. Ali Ewing just basically blades it out of the bunker. Not not quite, but just pitches it out of the bunker. One hop over the back of the green. Um, and then she has to chip up. She chips it to the far side of the green, so leaves herself with nearly as long a par putt as, as Car- Caroline had for for Eagle. And but she made Caroline just cozy it up there, which she did to be fair. And then he gets the, the easy tap in birdie. That must be so vindicating for Caroline. Like she must be going into her next LET event next week, just on, just on cloud nine, thinking like I could, like if I could take that. Obviously, it, it takes a lot. It, t- it takes a lot out of you to play a game like that. But knowing that you have that in you, especially when like openly she's she didn't have the best season. She her last win came back in last November. That's nearly twelve months ago. Like you said, she's ranked one hundred twenty first in the world. Which which is, but, that's what she's like. She's a much better player than that for but sure. Like, but that's her rank. Like yeah. you can't get away from it. So she must come into a tournament because everyone's been coming up to her. All the players on the LET are going coming up to her, and be like, "That was an unbelievable Sunday. Like, well done. That's class." And but I, you also must look at her and go. Fuck, she has that in her. She could, she could easily just go on like a massive heater and decide just like fuck everyone. I'm gonna try and win everything here. Like, and also like, I'm gonna flip it back to the Lexi thing. It was like she was but asked, she was asked questions about being the last pick. That's what all uh, every yeah. first question she was asked was. Should we even ask her about it? Yeah, you're the last pick, really. Like, what's the story? She had to, she had to suck it up and go, yep. Yeah, but this is, you know, I know what I'm gonna do. Um, she she was given her role, you know, and oh, comes in absolute clutch does her does her job which is like that's that's what everyone spoke about as well especially like leona went out early and she said that suzanne Pedersen told her what she had to do and she's like right this is my job i need to go and get a point caroline did the same thing and like i like i said i think they got very she, she got very lucky with who she was playing against like if she's playing against lilia vu in the one group over which is who madeline sykes was playing against madeline got just completely owned yeah. by lilia vu current like number two player in the world um Lilia kind of was was playing very very well she's a top point scorer for for team usa i think caroline had had the best grouping for her in in that match which is great so then also yeah madeline sagstrom she lost to Lilia vu maya stark beats alison corpus colada siganda that's where it just got just insane like really, what is like, it with the spanish and playing for europe yeah. like it's they're like on another level yeah, like I know it was in Spain, but like it's like even still. But it's like it's like when Sevi was captain for their for their yeah. Ryder Cup team. You know, everyone was like it just meant it meant so much to all of them to do it for for Sevi and for Spain in Spain. It's the exact same thing for for Carlotta. Like and everyone like no one no one shied away from the fact after when they retained the cup, Suzanne Pedersen did an interview with Sky Sports and she was, was like, "This isn't about me at all. This is like Carlotta's moment." Like the king of Spain was there. I know she was being interviewed. I think Sky were trying to interview her. And the first I know the king of Spain wants to speak to you and he's right in the corner. I'll do this really quickly. Like yeah. because, uh no, it was uh she was some of the shots she hit were beyond world class. Yeah, like so her drive so shaky start. Yes. Shaky, shaky start. So her drive on, on the first hole. She pulls it, it goes long left of the green and then dusts her chip. And I was just like, Oh no, this could be this could be so bad. But look, she settled on nearest there quickly. She went she went three up fast. Um and 
and and that's where you're, you're like, okay, this is this is pretty comfortable. But then Nelly Corda came back. She, like, she Nelly Corda is a very good player. Like you know, she like she's not a pushover. And I think no. being three down after eight, she did really well to fight that back. Yeah, so she got, she got fought back to to one on one down at some point, or did she ever get back to level? I think she got back to level. Was level on fifteen? I think level on fifteen. Yes, it was indeed yeah. level on fifteen, which then brings us to to sixteen, the sixteenth hole, and. Nelly Corda goes first with her with her approach shot, sticks it to about seven eight feet. She's got a double bogey that that fifteenth as well. Okay, so she double bogeyed it. So oh yeah, because she shanked it. Yeah, she shanked her second yeah. shot. Yeah, so it was all going wrong. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah that's true. So um, Nelly sticks it to sticks it to eight feet. You think at that point you're like, oh no, this, this is game this is over. game over here now. Like, and, they, and like you know, she's what? Is Nelly Corda was she world world number three or four? Yeah, he's in there. So like, you just think she's just gonna cruise this out now. Yeah, and to be fair, she'd been putting poorly all week, but also all year. Like putting has very much been her downfall this season. But then, look, the stones on Carlotta. Oh she she God, sticks that, it to three foot. That shot was insane. And she also starts walking after it after he she hit it. And you're like, this is brilliant. This is what you love to see. It's like this was a her version or like the women's version of. Turn that photo of Sevi up on Jose Maria's shoulders, just jumping yeah, 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 to see yeah, like yeah. what the what the line to the flag is. Yeah, yeah, that was nearly her moment of it, where she she hits that shot in just starts and marching. starts walking after. It. You're like, okay, like she knows this is good. I don't think any of us predicted Nelly to miss that putt on the low side. Oh my! Like she had never even like Didn't, I know she never had a chance, well, but it was nowhere near it. Like no. if I had put it that, you would have you'd be you'd be screaming at me. <laughs> so bad. I'm not a terrible putter. <laughs> Yeah, and then like also there was just a case of like very lucky, but Carlotta left herself in the right place. You know, yeah. three footer straight downhill putt, whereas like Nelly's was a very tough putt. It like, was a it, tough like putt, it was yeah. a very very tough putt. But swinging left to right, but line, pace and line, she got completely wrong. No, completely wrong. And so then, what I think was actually huge was getting the honor on seventeen because like that was the only match to have been won on six like uh, someone to have gone one up or whatever on yeah. 16 obviously um georgia went went back to all square on that hole but that was because she she three putted really really poorly i think you're right having the honor on a par three it, that it, late in the game that is, late in the game so it makes important. a huge difference. huge difference like alison corpus had the had the honor on her one and to be fair she pulled it into the bunker it's and, like and, yeah, and yeah lost it that way but that and was he, the only one everyone else who who uh went first if they needed to have the hole they have the hole if they needed to win it they they won it um, i'm gonna have a big, first, big segue here when we okay. were playing le hinch the same thing happened with tom kennedy he <laughs> went first in the part three in our <laughs> match and that was nails to be fair yeah and then i think i, I was in the left bunker you went we both went to try stitch and i went left bunker. you went right and then he just and it, it was only because he had stitched it so close yeah that's it we just felt the pressure of there's it. a little segue to tea time, to tea time which is coming out coming in the next out weeks yeah, yeah. Just notice <laughs> the obvious plug there. <laughs> yeah, that'll be on our YouTube channel in the next few weeks. I promise. Um, that was huge. And then obviously, so she makes she puts stitches it. Uh, Nelly Corda pulls pulls her shot and has a chip. Nearly to be fair, nearly jars the chip. Yeah. Nearly chips it in, but the ball rolls on so far that Nelly has a par putt. Makes the putt. To be fair, makes a good par. So Carlotta has to has to sink it, and it's like another. It's again, it's another three footer, four footer. She's not going to miss it, but but Nelly just she's like, nah, like you're you're finishing no, the set. No, you have, you have to. I, I, yeah. I have no problem with that she has yeah, to. Yeah. It's for it's for the Solheim year. Even just for like the moment, 
you know, but if, like, if it was a case of it, I just pick it up. There isn't that moment where like she drops the, the putter, like it just leans against her and she just starts screaming. Yeah. If it's a case of pick it up, that's taken away from like the entertaining but moments, also, like, which is great. Three footers have been missed when there's that much pressure on it. Like. Oh yeah, big time. Um, I did feel bad for Lexi Thompson and Emily Pedersen when like everyone runs onto the green. Europe now retained the Solheim Cup, and you could just see Emily and Lexi being like, "Just get out of our way, guys. Just let us finish the match." Because like from Lexi's side, she's just like, "I have this whole, you know, it's fourteen fourteen and Emily, I'm sure Emily, because she was she was four down at one point, she got down to two down. Yeah. Now through sixteen, they're on seventeen. She's like, "Guys, I'm on. I got momentum here. Like, don't be slowing me down. I can I can win this, and we can get to like fifteen thirteen or fourteen and a half, thirteen and a half. Um, and the the, the way that they had on seventeen, I felt I felt bad for for them because obviously everyone's going nuts in front of them, but like. The game's not like the the whole game isn't over yet. And I felt I felt quite poorly for them. Yeah, but the, the same thing kind of happened to Medina, did it not? When Europe retained it, and they all went berserk, and then they realized, oh no, wait, we can win it. Yeah. So I think I, I, in one way it is the beauty of of the, the way the tournament goes. Um, but I get I, I get I get what you mean. But then if you wait, the drama's gone. Yeah. No, I mean, so, I, so yeah. there's no if if if, if they ha- if they hold it back and they wait. And then what happens, Lexi and uh, you know they they it, have it falls a bit flat. It's just a bit flat. Yeah, for sure. Now this could also lead into the next big question that has been pumped around since this is that: Do you make sure that doesn't happen by not allowing a tie? Ah, uh, no. I think I think the way that you look at it is you've won the cup last year, so you have a half point advantage. Basically, is the easiest way of doing it. So. You, the ret- whoever's whoever had won the cup last year just needs to get to 14 whereas to actually take it back off the team who has it you need to score more points than them and that that's the way that i look i think everyone knew the rules and they're coming into it i think that was fair i think so so tom abbott on the the golf channels he says this was your live he said but it doesn't always sit well for me that the team celebrate and it's going to be a tie I don't know about you at home, but it's not the same. No, and it's definitely not the same. Like, I, I saw the graphic with, which said, like, Europe champions. And I was like, ugh, I don't know if you technically, if I would say I'm a champion, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they all, I'm sure they fully do because they weren't beaten. And that's that's the long and short of it. Uh, but I'm sure tying doesn't feel as sweet as, as, as winning it does, you know? Yeah, like, so, like, in the, in the President's Cup. I definitely wouldn't take it away from them, though. So the President's Cup now, since 2005, has changed. And if it's a tiebreaker, it goes to a sudden death playoff. Would you want the Solheim North Cup to go to a sudden death playoff between two players? Or would you kind of keep it the way it is? I think it's really... I, I keep it the way it is, personally. I think I can see that like, a one-hole playoff could be so boring. Like if it's, if they play poorly and if it's on if it's on a bad hole, like let's say it's on like the yeah, because not every playoff we have on a PGA or the DP World Tour is good. good. No, it can be quite like if not. someone sticks it in the water, like and they've they've hit it off first or so like you're, you're or you could have an eight hole playoff yeah. where they're just it's getting it's just I'm getting bored I'm getting bored here. You're almost banking on like someone to play the eighteen the way like Caroline Hedwell and Ali Ewing did, where it's like massive drama. Someone hits an unbelievable shot, someone fucks it up and chips it through the back of the grid. But it could just be very much just like. Par, 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 par. And you're like, this is 
it goes on for like three, four holes. You're like, Jesus, guys, this is this has gotten ridiculous now, and all the energy from the tournament could have been sucked out of it. So the the fact that yeah, you want it, you want it last, you just need fourteen points to retain it. I think that's that's great. I think know? also the issue with the, with the playoff is if if how do you decide who's in the playoff or how do you because if if it's quite obvious in a tournament if you're up the top of the leaderboard you go to the range and you start hitting balls or whatever that's you, true you could have been out first yeah and your 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 team are up six and then all of a sudden it's clawed back and you're going oh crap we've decided you're in the playoff you better go back and start hitting balls and yeah the person who's playing has just finished 18 they're warm so there's that part of it i do think the drama would be cool to a certain point and you would get but only that. if it's only if it's a good playoff yeah, but then you wouldn't get that celebration while someone else is still playing yeah but then again i think like that like i when i was saying it to you i said it's kind of like the champions league in football where there was the away goals rule yeah that like before it got changed it was if you had more away goals even though you drew it you went through no one was saying no football fans like oh we drew that but the other team went through and got on away goals no no you lost because that was the rules yeah and we set out before and there was away goals so i think you kind of know that you have you can just retain it um but i definitely the the american uh, media is very against the fact that Europe won. the The narrative coming from them is it was a draw, and you just kept it. And and I'd I'd probably buy into that a little bit now. I think the best way to to silence that kind of conversation is like go and win it, just go and win it again next year. And you're like, fine, we will, you know. Um, but look, you know, where is the trophy going back to now? Is yep. it is it going back to the states? No, it's not. That's really all that matters at the end of the day. Oh yeah, I'd love to have seen. I'd love to have seen what, what it would have like if next year, if next year, if if, if it happens again, where Europe retain it. I think half of Golf Channel or CBC or listen, Tom Abbott, his head is going to explode. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, fair enough. You, you tie with them once. You, let's say they tied again next year. You're like, fine, they tied again. Like, just beat them. Like that's just the name of the game. You just okay. You want to win the you want to win the Solomon Cup, win more points. Okay, you know? okay. I got a question. If if it you're who would you have sent for Europe if it was in a playoff? Leon Maguire. And if you were the like U- not even a question. And the American captain, who would you send to take down Leon? Um, probably Lilia Vu. She's the best. Meg- Lilia Vu or Megan Kang. Probably if if I there has to be someone that has the mental side for it because Leona Leona's yeah for sure. But so Megan Kang went to three zero and one. Um, Lilia Vu. Actually, no, it would not have been Lilia Vu. She won one three and zero. Sorry, it would have been. It wouldn't have been. Megan or Lexi? I think Lexi. I think. I think. I, I think. I think Megan. Ha- I think Leona has Lexi's number though. I think Lexi was so pissed off though. I think. I think. I think it could have. She. She. Wasn't. I think. I think Lexi was angry. Yeah. She kind of needed it. Yeah. So. So. To be fair, a Lexi Leona playoff. Would have, would have been sick. Yeah, no, it would have been. It would have and been. They it would have very, been a two very different battle. styles of game. Yeah, yeah, but it would have been a proper yeah, battle. That would have been great. But again, it could have been. It, 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 it could have back to the same point. Could have been shocking. It's a point. coin toss because you could you could easily have been like at the start of the league. You're like, oh, we're going to send Ling Grant out. She's going to be unbelievable, and you're like, to be honest with you, with the three two and zero record, you don't really know what kind of Ling Grant you're going to get in that kind of a playoff. That's true. Um, whereas with Leona, like also three two and zero record, but like you know that if if it, like she's the kind of player who's like, give me the ball, I will play in that playoff. I'll play in every fucking playoff, and I'll you know I'll win it. I just I will. I know I will. She's the kind of player that I would gotta keep. 
you're you're going to do the playoffs. But look at the same time, there's no playoff. So yeah. <laughs> so what, what can you do? I do hope for one thing now. So Jose Maria brought out on the Friday morning the Sohan Cup trophy and there was a lot of, you know, bluff and bluster around that. It was great. Ryder Cup better bring Suzanne Pedersen over to Rome now this week. And she better be there on the first tee on the Friday. Because you're like just from like a like a an emotional point of view. Even on Twitter you can see like Ryder Cup and Solheim Cup Twitter accounts were like, We're gonna go do the double, let's go do the double. You gotta bring your winning captain over. You gotta go, look, you know, you did it for Europe, we're gonna do it for Europe now as well. Like there needs to be just from like a spectacle perspective, I mm. think there needs to be all of that kind of jabbing and po- poking at the USA, being like, Oh look, the women did it last week, we're about to do it this week. You wanna you wanna kinda give that little needle. I think that's great. So I think you, it's so you, good. So Poke like, the bear. Poke the bear. <laughs> You want, you want Suzanne to be sitting having a drink in the hotel every evening, just waving at the Americans as they're walking in, and she's sitting there just with the trophy. Yeah, at least on the <laughs> at least on the Friday morning, yeah, for sure. Her and Luke just having dinner together with the like if they both win two trophies two right trophies. in the middle yeah, of the. Absolutely. I think like I think if you're if you're upset about the USA losing, uh, which I imagine like the right, right you just gonna say we'll be very butthurt about this. I think you rub it in their face. <laughs> I think you go, yeah, lads, look at this. We've won it three, three years, three times in a row now. Three times in a row. What are you going to do? And we're back at home on the, on the Ryder Cup. I think you, you rub it in their face. Yeah, Absolutely. I, yeah, I also think the fact that they, they're giving out about it. Oh, no, we didn't lose the, the Solheim Cup. We drew it. Well, you didn't win it. You that's didn't win it. that's, so that's like, just the I end did, of it. You just didn't win it. I just, I, I, yeah, I just think it's, it's a bit sour grapes for them, really. So I think, like, because the noise on the first tee, if, like... Can you imagine the announcer oh, so, coming out? Oh, yeah. If, if they announce like, just, can you welcome yeah. the winning captain exactly. of the Solheim Cup just before the first, oh. Could you imagine the noise? Just before the first Everyone would be going nuts. That would yeah. be amazing. Let her walk out with the trophy and just show it and then yeah. let them go berserk. And then, okay, on the team. Yeah. From I think Northern that'd be, Ireland. That would be so Rory good. McElroy. <laughs> I think that's so good from just like a, a spectacle perspective because then you have the Americans, like the Americans booing and you have all that noise. But you just have the Europeans just going absolutely nuts in Europe. It would just be so good. It would be so good. Yeah, maybe you should DM Luke Donald and yeah, tell him your theory here. Get a voice captain <laughs> in there and you could just be head of just mental warfare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think before we, before we wrap on this, I think we, we've obviously spoken a good bit about the Ryder Cup uh, in, the, in last week's podcast. We are going to do a live show on Friday evening. We'll do a live watch along on Saturday as well, so kind of toward the end of the the foursomes pairings, and as the start of the four balls kind of kick off on Saturday, kind of around midday-ish. We're going to confirm what time <laughs> those goes off at. Um, but before we, we finish on this one, player rankings. I think this is fair. I think we we would do this. We'll, we'll do this for the men's as well. Mm. Who performed? So out of ten, we'll go through the European squad first. We'll go, I'll give you their rankings, and then what I what I think they're out of ten, and what you, you can give them. So, Celine Boudier, she won none of her games, lost three, and tied none. So, she lost all three of her matches that she played. Um, for me, it's a three out of ten because she had a good Friday morning, but then the rest of it, she just didn't really perform. Yeah, I, I give her two out of two. I was so disappointed in her. Yeah. Because so I, I, I was actually, I thought this was going to be a really good tournament for her. Charlie Hall, I have it written. So, Charlie Hall then. Uh, she won one, lost two, and drew none. I've got a four out of ten there. I think probably fair. She she, she won with Leona, 
well, as her four ball partner, she lost twice. I think I'd given her a four because she was injured. Um, she gave it a decent enough run on the final day, but uh, just didn't really have enough sauce to, to take down Danielle Kang. So yeah, four out of ten for me. Yeah, we were in the same one. Lynn Grant, uh, three, she won three, she lost two, and tied zero. Um, eight out of ten for me. I think she did very, very well when she needed to. Pity that she she lost the the singles match, but she came up against Megan Kang, who just played unbelievable. And I think, like I said, it was a mistake, her and Maya Stark going out first, but that's a captain fault, not the, her fault. So Yeah, eight, I, think eight 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 I think they're probably fair points, lots of outside her control. Um, and, you know, I think she did pretty well. So yeah, what would you give her out of 10? I'll give her a seven. Seven, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Georgia Hall, a one, two, and one record. Uh, so one and a half points out of a potential four. Um, five out of ten is, is, and that's kind of I think being generous. I think she she shit the bed when it came to Sunday. I think she shouldn't have uh, have tied that match at all. Uh, she should have closed that one out earlier. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna I'd give her a f- I'd give her a four. Yeah, that's fair. Leona Maguire, um, three two and zero oh record. Uh, if I see, so if ten out of ten is playing five, winning five, or playing four, winning four, whatever. Uh, I think last year getting four and a half out of five is like a nine, nine and a half out of ten. So getting three out of five for me is an eight. Um, I think that's harsh. I think it's probably a little on the harsh side because of what she, because of who she was partnered with. Play, she lost twice with Anna Norquist, who I think that I think that that was a mistake pairing for for Leona. I think that was Catherine's one. Um, I, I could easily be talked into a nine, but the only reason I wouldn't give a nine is because last time out she went four and a half out of te- out of five. But you could easily just give her a ten out of ten for that. I I'd go nine. I think eight's harsh. Yeah. Okay. I'm ha- I listen. Happy to have you take a nine out of t- nine out of ten on that. Kalara Saganda played four, won four. That's just a ten out of ten. There's and just in that home. I, also in the manner she did it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's no arguments with me from that. Uh, Anna Norquist. No, I'm going to take this down lower because she actually didn't do that. Anna Norquist won one, which is an important one to win on Sunday. Lost three. Uh, I gave her a two out of ten. That's just like, just not good enough for no. for someone who's played. This is her eighth Sahain Cup. Um, it, she is also vice captain. Yeah, so this is her eighth Sahain Cup. She's a vice captain as well. Like I said to you before, I, I don't think she should have played as much as she did. I I, I really don't see the point in having a player vice captain. She's the first ever. I, 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 it doesn't benefit crazy. anyone. I think, I it, think it benefits mistake. anyone. It, it puts more pressure on her. Yeah. She's got a double job. Let her either play or, or, or bring in someone that can do something else. For sure. I like if if she is so experienced and she can help out, she do that anyway. Yeah, yeah, she's not exactly. Go into she, a room and just ignore everyone. Yeah, like, she'd be in the team room and regardless. She's meant to be doing. Hundred percent. I completely just agree with that. Don't get her involved. In, like, don't get her involved in the other stuff. The planning shit. Hundred percent. I, I, I just think. Oh, and I, the only person you could, you the only person that could be a player vice captain, in, is Tiger Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think he's the only bloke. And <laughs> because of the way his mind is, you wouldn't even make him a playing captain because there's just so much involved with being yeah. the actual captain. Playing vice captain for sure. I, know, you, I can you, see Is it playing? Was he playing captain, president cup, or vice captain, president cup? Yeah, president, I know it president president doesn't, doesn't count. count. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but this, he's the only person that I would think 
It's a it, that's a good idea. I think I think playing of I think that was a big downfall in her because yeah. it had to be in the back of her head that she was involved in decision making and even small and shit like let's say she was going out last. Is this polo nice though? <laughs> yeah, just, just small her, small like. things like I'm sure she was probably in those meetings and they're like, okay, on this day we're going to be wearing this. This day we're going to be wearing that. Afternoons we're she doesn't need to be in that. It's just she doesn't need to be that, in that. And, but uh, there's no benefit. I think there's no. no benefit from it. So two out of ten for me uh, because she just played fucking awful she put Leona into some horrendous positions on the Friday morning foursomes and like she just didn't play well either so for me 2 out of 10 but again I think Suzanne should not have made her playing vice captain she yeah, no, I, I, I don't that. think she'd been playing at all to be honest I'll with be you interesting to see if what happened I'm, I'm like next year next year I'm, I'm, I think we I think we need to just keep an eye but like on Anna, Anna on Norquist that. is also like she's like 100 odd actually no she's not she's yeah she's about 80 odd in the world rankings she's she's not like it's not one two three or four yeah. like she's not like on fire it's not like she's in grey form where you're like we have to have her she's playing class she's won x number of times this year that's not the case at all you know so yeah for me two out of ten that was a mistake i don't think she should be on the team next year either unless she has a serious turnaround of form but i don't think so uh next we have maya stark a two one and one record she was okay that was it. She was fine. She had an important win in the singles. Um, she did win with with Lynn in one of the foursomes pairings. Um, so yeah, about two and a half out of four points for me. It's probably a five. Yeah, I give her a five. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Madeline Sagstrom one one and one four. I I have four out of ten here, and I think that's being generous. She got just completely bowled over in her singles match. Yeah, um, like she had a couple of big moments in the in the four balls on the on the Friday and Saturday, but. She just, she just didn't play well for me though she was again like one of the weak links on the team Gemma Dryberg played twice tied twice uh, she should have seen out her her singles game a lot earlier than, than tying it I think she yeah, that, that, that was bad to be fair okay so she's a rookie but that, the she let the moment get to her and that was for me that's a 3 out of 10 not to say that she let the team down but Georgia Hall and her um, they should have closed their matches out they should have closed those out. Yeah, it's three out of ten for me there. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think being a rookie, like she didn't lose. No, she and, lose. And Ma- maybe I mean, in fact, she's that. a rookie that she didn't lose. Maybe you could go bring it up to four, but you know, I think I think she'll have learned a lot. Yeah, I think there's 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 a lot of. Gemma's not like not to say Gemma's not young, but like she's thirty. You know, so yeah, it's, it's it's not like she has like four or five more Solheim Cups in but there's her next either. Year. There's also like, yeah, there's, next there's year, a yeah. really quick turnaround. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, Emily Pedersen, she, two, two and one. Um, she also lost to Lexi Thompson in the final match. Um, I, I, I think Lexi was going to beat whoever she put but I think Lexi was going to beat whever she, she would have yeah, beat. Le- I think she was in that mood. Lexi was the star of of the US team just from where she was to how she finished. Like, it was just like what she turned up with. But for Emily, because I guess like there's probably a little bit of bias here. She had the that hole in one. But I think that was a huge moment for the momentum shift for the Team Europe. Um, so with two wins and a half, that's what, two and a half points out of five. I've got her at a seven because she did she did play very well when it came to like probably the four, fair four balls seven to be fair yeah no, no, don't don't think she's quite an eight no um and then Caroline Headwall one one lost one tied yeah, zero yeah but what a win though but, so again and what a way to win it and what a way to win it in a very I I actually a I, really important I, match I, I loved, really important I, I, match I'd love to ask her if she saw a score if she could see a scoreboard she has to have like, like you have to have. did she turn around and like fully saw where 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 we were and went 
I need oh, to. I'm I just need gonna to smash this now. Yeah. Or did did some? I I love. See if we see if we can get hold of her because I'd love to get inside her mindset on that. Get her back on the pod. Oh, like I'd, I'd yeah, and even to talk about just singles. I wouldn't even ask. I like, need just to talk about just her singles match. Yeah. would be great. I have her at seven out of ten just because of how important that singles match was. Again, the one loss she had was with Anna Norcus. We spoke about this before. I think that was a mistake. I don't think she should have been put with Anna because of what we were saying. Caroline coming into this in poor form. Anna Norcus playing like crap the two days beforehand, um, or the two the three sessions beforehand. I think that was again a mistake on Suzanne Pedersen's in terms of like a partnering or a pairing. So I have her at seven out of ten just because her match was so important and the manner that she'd won that match was incredible. Seven out of ten for me, Caroline Hadwell. Yeah, I know I'd agree. Absolute baller. On to the US team then. Lilia Vu, one one, lost three. Um but she was big, so like she was big in terms of like the her win on the in the singles was important. It was a bit of a dagger. Uh, I have her for five out of ten. She was good, not great. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Nelly Corda then actually I was going to bring that down a little. Nelly Corda played two, played four. She won two, lost two. Um, I give her a six. She spoke openly on the Thursday, the practice round, that she wanted Leona Maguire. She said Leona had her number. Uh, and she won a revenge for that. She got her revenge for that, which was impressive. But she um, did a bit of a pole draw. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. So for I, me, for me, a six out of ten. I think, I think, I think also losing to Saganda in the manner she did, like, I mean, that was tough. Like it was it a was, close it, game. It was a good match. It, and like she's like six, 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 like, yeah. I think she, I think she was quite. Good. I think she was worth. I think she's quite. I think she's a great player. Um, I think it just didn't fall for her just quite way the right way. But I would, I give her higher than six. What would you go for? I give her a seven. I think she give was a rookie. That's Maybe, fair. Yeah. Um. So Nelly Corda, obviously former world number one, currently with like world number three or four, uh, never won uh, a Sahan Cup. This is her third third outing. That's got to be a Oof. tough. That's like a Tiger Woods level of Ryder Cup record, where he his Ryder Cup record stinks. Yeah, until he's captain, and we'll see how good he is. <laughs> like I'm, I'm bit, when Tiger's captain, USA, you're going to be Team USA. I'm gonna have uh, yeah, it's I, gone, I, it's gone back. It's gonna, it's gonna be so hard. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like I might, I might, I, just, I won't be in that week, Johnny. <laughs> I know I might just for the pod. I might <laughs> go against you just for that, yeah, just for that, that one, just for for non-bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, Megan Kang went three zero and one. Uh, Nine out of ten for me. She was class. She was just. Yeah. She wouldn't go away. She beat Ling Rant in the final Sundays. Um, she went up early and she just just never went away her and Roseang seem to be pretty good mates as well which is good for them I guess Lexi Thompson 3-1-0 and uh, 8 out of 10 for me you, I could be convinced into a 9 just because everyone talked about how she we talked about how lost she was this season career worst season on the LPGA tour she could not have had a worse season yeah I'd, I'd, I'd like to think she she has a bit of a bite back in her now I think I think she's she when she's looking at her schedule next year she's feeling better about herself and she she gets a little bit of that hunger back because I'd, I'd, I wouldn't like her to finish her career just bleh. with that season with that season, be like, bleh. like i'd love her like and even if she is if she is going to go out soon i'd love her just you have one have a win decent win play well and then yeah. all right that's me done you'd love to see her go on a charge like this like i said last week she won on the ladies european tour she won the uh aramco event in in the states 
I'd love to see her go on a charge now yeah. because this this if this is the, t- the turning point and you can see that she, she's her pudding's funny. got a lot better. She's also very funny, like she's dry humor yeah. as well. Like she's great, and like I think we we've both been big fans of hers for for yeah. a good good while. Um, it'd be great. It'd be great for golf just to have her back and have another contender there. It would be great. Jennifer Cupcho played three, lost two, drew one. Um, she was disappointing. She was disappointing, but she also went into this event in fairly poor form. So two out of ten for me. Yeah, and then she lost to Norquist as well. So. Yeah, no. That so that that's the biggest indictment, really. Yeah, Losing exactly. Anna Norquist this week. Yeah, it wasn't really, really wasn't great. <laughs> Not great at all. Uh, Ali Ewing played four, won one, lost three. She, like I said, lost to Caroline Hedwall in spectacular fashion. Um, I don't think Ali Ewing necessarily did anything wrong in in, in those last six holes. No, um, like you, like if, if you're playing someone, and we've always said this in any match play, even if you're playing someone handicapped, losing to birdies. Yeah, look, there's no, there's no shame in losing the birdies. Then losing to five birdies out of six holes. Yeah. And there's no shame in that whatsoever. That's just, Caroline was just a freak. Yeah. Um, But she lost three matches ever before, so for me it's three out of ten. Yeah, that's probably fair. And the last one probably can be a write-off. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne, she played four, lost three, drew one, two out of ten. Really poor showing from her. Um. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd interesting to see what the Americans how they how, how they manage this because obviously there's been loads of podcasts in America calling her a generational talent, <laughs> and I don't think they're wrong. But how they react to this and what they if if they heap more pressure on her will be interesting. Yeah, I think that's the last thing she needs. Um. Yeah, I think it's an interesting conversation, especially with the week that we're going into. Ludwig, Ludwig Eberg did the same. Like they're like for like with regards to they both been pros and yeah. won won their first season on tour. They've both only been professionals for three or four months. Oh, I hope Ludwig goes on a tear. Oh, I just know. Be, it would be no, just it I, would be I think great. I think there the there USA. are two massive differences. One is that Rosang actually played in majors this year, which yeah. was wild, and did quite well, and did very decently enough. But the biggest thing is actually that Lovig has a home Ryder Cup. Like, it's in Europe as his rookie one. I think okay, that yeah. makes a huge difference, to be honest with you. Just, like, especially there's so many more crowds at the at the men's than there are at the women's. Like, you're going to have so many people pulling for you that you're, there'd be a little bit extra comfort and, and support systems there. Um, so, L- L- Ludwig was at the Southampton. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. So we, his, spoke about, we spoke about that before, his caddy. His caddy is going out with Madeleine Sackstrom. They're engaged. Uh, Jack so, Clark. Yeah. So, uh, so, so he that. was there as, a, as a fan. I think it is. I think I'm it in the Ludwig camp. Look, yeah, listen, yeah. so am I. Well, I'm all Aberg, and, and that's and again, if now actually a- no, Aberg or bust. My, my predictions were so wrong, so like, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> be saying that. Uh, the next up, Daniel Kang played four, uh, one two, lost two. I think the way that she beat Charlie Hall was was very impressive for me. It's a seven out of ten. Danielle yeah. was just making puts from everywhere. To be fair, yeah, and like she was well, she's ranked 30 ish in the world, thirty four, thirty five, thirty six in the world. And she, yeah, she and again, played think, above her ranking. But again, that ranking is I think is a little skewed just because uh, she was out for with injury for a while. Yeah, it's also true. Uh, Angel Yin played three. She won two, lost one. But the way that she won uh, her matches were were fairly fairly impressive. So some, for me, it's another seven out of ten. She did very well. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, Andrea Lee won two and one. Uh, so she she is the one that stole a half point off of Georgia Hall. I yeah. think she did very well to do that. Uh, I do also think Georgia handed it to her a little bit. But for me, it's a six out of ten. 
Yeah, like I think Georgia was what was she was she two, two, two up, four to play with fifth with on on the fourteenth. So yeah, yeah, she needs to see, she needs to see that out and just match her. Um, yeah, yeah, Unex- un- unacceptable to be honest with you. And then Cheyenne Knight, so she was playing against Gemma Dryberg in the last game. She played three, she won two and drew one. Um, six out of ten for me as well. She did very well. She she was another player that could, just from her putting perspective does not go away. She was she was very very good. I'm just kind of looking. Who do you think you gave the USA? We gave the USA a better rankings than the Europeans when you add them all up. Yeah, I do because I think that as a team they performed better, but our individuals stood up with like Celine Boudier getting zero of three. That's that's shocking. Yeah. That's really bad. But whereas you had Carlotta had four points, Leona had three points, so that's seven. Lynn Grant had another three, that's ten year points from three players. You know? Um like that's that that's that's big performances from from a small amount of people. I you'd much rather you had you had that spread across. But yeah, I definitely gave players better better scores on the US team. Yeah, that's fair. Because I could also see the the US team just turning around and go, this is our team for next year. This is going to be the exact same. We're not going to change anyone. And you reckon to be a good... Yeah. I think there should be changes in, in the, in in the, the Europeans. Europeans. How many think... How many think I don't, I don't, we don't have to do names, but how many think from the European team won't, won't be there? Three. Maybe four of them. So you think four? I can I can name who I don't think will be in it. I think Carolyn Headwall unfortunately won't be in it again next year, um, unless she has like a whopper season. Don't think Gemma Dryberg will either. Don't think Madeline Sagstrom should be in the squad, and Anna Norquist definitely shouldn't be in the squad. And you think USA would probably keep very much similar? Like I think so. Like remember they had five rookies in the team. It's a young team. Um, yeah. So. But Lexi you, won't you, be there. Do you think? You want to? Well, maybe in a year's time. Who knows? Um, you you want to talk about obviously what Europe's men's team are doing in terms of like building a young squad? Yeah, I'm a big yeah. So like, you like Solheim Cup of, have done that. Yeah, you know? no, I think that's a that's a really good point. So yeah, I think as a squad they performed better, but just the bigger the players have stood up on the on the Europe team and just did what they needed to do. You know, yeah, and one of the big things is there was not a lot of face paint. <laughs> you were delighted I'm by that. Delighted that I absolutely despise it. Yeah. I despise <laughs> it. I think because they're not children at a five-year-old birthday party. I only saw two people, two people from the European team have face paint, and that was Carolyn Headwell's caddy, um, who's her sister, and Maya Stark, and that was it. Yeah, and, and I know you you don't like the face. Any paint. listeners that are maybe playing an NCAA, don't do it. Okay. Any any, any <laughs> guests we've had on, don't be sticking it on either. Okay. It's not a good look. It's very childish looking. Yeah, exactly. I get that. You're, you're ballers. Great, they're in ball. Okay. Yeah, you're a professional. You're a lead athlete playing for Europe or America. Just don't do. It. <laughs> yeah, act like elite athletes. Like put your hair, put your hat backwards. That's perfectly fine. You want to stick a hat yeah. backwards on your hat? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I think I think that's it. I think like like we were saying, we're gonna have a live show on Friday. That'll be across all your regular platforms, Twitter, uh, Twitter and YouTube. Then we'll also probably podcast that. That'll be on Friday afternoon, evening, and then Saturday. Uh, uh, toward the end of the foursomes and start the four balls we will have another live show 
basically that'll be a bit, bit more of a watch along so we'll be watching the broadcast here on Sky Sports um, talking about different matches as well as kind of points that we've got who do we like as teams who do we want to see playing who hasn't played so far all that type of stuff also the the drip watch I'm re- I've had a look now at the closing we like you like it yeah yeah Okay, very nice. I haven't seen any of that stuff. I'll be honest, I haven't been tuned in. I've been all in on Solheim this week, and now this week, this week coming, it'll be all in on, uh, all in on the Ryder Cup, which would be great. But um, yeah, listen, I think that's it for this week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. A little bit of a longer one today, which is always nice. Um, sure, look, we'll see you on Friday. Uh, tune in if you've got any questions for us or any predictions. Let us know, and um, yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast. On the tee, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for. We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star at sunset. Rory continues his run to greatness. The return to glory. 